GMR, you are listening to the GMR Podcast. You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlists. Rate and review my show on Stitcher. And over 4 million car dashboards. On demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store. Hello, GMR podcasters. This is Sarah Tracy of Just Sayin' Page. I post really awesome, clever quotes, witty jokes, thoughts provoked on the daily. So check me out, justsayinpage.com. And we're on Twitter. Look me up. Thank you. GMR Podcasts, we are back from the dead. It's been a long freaking time, but we finally have a reason to do a podcast. We're wrapping up Mad Monster 2017 up in Scottsdale, Arizona. We would have potted, is that a correct word, potted, a little earlier, but we just kept crashing at the end of the night, so I guess we'll be giving you little updates throughout the end of our last day here. And... Out of the blue, Ray is here. Another Ray episode to add to the Just the Ray Only episodes That's playlist. That's right, you have your own playlist uh, on uh, 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 YouTube. And I still feel bad, viewer and listener, for still being part of the R and GMR. <laughs> <laughs> and not being there 75% of the time or more. <laughs> Shit happens. We weren't here for the last six months, but... right. But we're having a blast here yeah, at Mad Monster. Yeah. Met a couple people. We met Tom Savini. Marty met Mark Patton. So last time we were at the hotel room on the last day, which was an awesome last day. And then we were going to finish the podcast in the car. And then all that, we ended up having the uh, Mad Max experience, as I like to refer to it. And then before that, we had determined, let's finish the podcast in Ray's front yard, right? Yeah. And then that never happened either. So here we are a week later. I'm here. Gene's here. Our podcast numbers keep going through the roof. So I'm curious to post this one and see if we actually do have new listeners. Because I have 172 listens this week still. Uh, we might get Ray's uh, epilogue at the end of this later tonight. But uh, I gotta say that was that was an excellent convention. I had a great time. Uh, apparently, there's a big shitstorm going on at Phoenix Comic Con right now yes, that we uh, got to avoid for not going up there. Some kind of weapons issue. Oh, geez, I got like seven things signed. Uh, our buddies Jake and Melanie that were up there, he told me that he got something signed from everybody in there except maybe three people. <laughs> so they really went to town on it. They looked like they had a great time, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were loving it. Oh. The Tom Savini one was the first Q&A we wow. went in for. Liar. 
the flyer is somewhere in there. And then I think we just kind of wandered around in the room on Friday night, in the dealer room. I don't think yeah, we... Uh, that was the only thing that we tried that to do. Day. Yeah. We got $12 hamburger and the special oh, yeah. Mad Monster drinks. The Cenobite drink. Uh, did you ever have the pinhead drink? I had all three. Of you had no, all I three. I didn't have the punch. I don't like punch. Oh, pinhead punch. That's That was kind of like the weaker one. I remember before we left, you had four leviathans. Yeah, that probably didn't <laughs> help. I was also dehydrated mm-hmm. on the road way back, so that didn't help my state of mind. I'm amazed we didn't get sunburned. From I know, right? So uh, I talked to Tom Savini that first night, had him sign the Night Riders poster for me. That was cool. Right. Which I was surprised he was actually selling at his table because I figured that's obscure. But then when I thought about it, well, it's one of the handful of movies he's acted in. So day two was a biggie. Well, well let's see what happened at the end of day one. We went back to the room and back to the room, watched the Greasy Strangler. Oh, that's right. And we and uh, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street two. Yeah. Because his panel was on the Friday night, too, wasn't it? Mark Patton? That's right. So. That's right. It's all coming back to me now. I had my notes. I would know exactly <laughs> what happened. And I got a picture taken with him where he had the actual Freddy glove from the from the movie. And it's all like, <laughs> And he was well, saying that shit was so sharp he could stab somebody most with. Most people, he had it on yeah, the Yeah, up throat, in the neck. So. Yeah, I was watching, like, they put the blade, and I was like, Ehh. <laughs> he didn't do that with you. No, he just had it on the shoulder there. And I look back at that picture, and I look like I'm 12 years old in that picture. It's like you, that you inner like you were, that you? inner me came back from that time period. You know, it's kind of funny because that's when I was really into all these horror movies and stuff. It was kind of a convention of just a bunch of rock stars for me because it's just like, damn, you're the reason I'm a filmmaker. You're the reason I'm a filmmaker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because that's all I would do is sit around and watch those movies and read Fangoria's. And Let me ask you this. Did Ray go up to most everyone and say, you changed my life? No. He didn't do that That this was year? last year's stick. Yeah, and now that he's calmed down a little bit more, he was just you know happy to meet everybody. and A lot of handshaking, a lot of smiles. The funniest incident with him was with PJ Souls, where... I was talking to her, and then she looked past me to Ray and was like, you have the greatest smile. You just light up the room. And and they had this hug that lasted like over a minute. And it was like, is either one of them ever going to let go of each other? I just stepped away and went into the hallway and was watching them through the door because I didn't want to ruin the moment. She traded me a signed photo for a copy of my movie, which was pretty cool. A couple of the people asked me to sign copies of my movie as well, which was kind of nice. But yeah, it was a a great weekend. I mean, we talked to Sid Haig multiple times, watched him preside over that double wedding. I think he hypnotized me last year into becoming a better filmmaker because uh, after I talked with him, everything shifted as far as that goes. Now I got another movie under the belt, which is why... You haven't heard a new podcast from us for about six months. Been busy working on the sequel to Writing Frenzy called Revenge of Zoe, coming next year, 2018. But uh, the last time that Ray and I talked to Sid Haig, we were all just in this jolly mood. And we're like, oh, he's just sitting over there and he's not doing anything. So we went over to him all, eh, and he was like, eh, you know. If you, if you see that picture of Ray on his Facebook picture with him where he's all like, 
Because Ray's all, you're the best thing about this convention, and, and just, you know, just going off and shit. And he's like, you're going to be here next year? And he's like, well, if they'll have me, I'll be here. It's like, oh, we'll see you next year. And he did. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a fixture around there. I wonder if he lives around here. Sonsville, does he go to all these things? He does a lot of them. Eddie Munster seemed like he was a little stressed out. Yeah, maybe. Trying to protect those cars. Trying to protect the cars, getting pulled every which way constantly. I talked to him for a few minutes. He was he was cool, down to earth. Talked to him about comic book men, you know. So how is Rob Bruce in real life? And he was like, who? And I'm like, comic book men, that TV show. Oh, Ming. Ming is the guy I talk to all the time. See, the show lied to us. It said that Rob Bruce was all tight with him, but it's really Ming. Who knew? Send an email to... Tell him Steve, Dave. Let him know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I told him somebody was up there flying a drone on top of his cars, and I was just worried it was going to come crashing into it. And he's like, uh, maybe we should look into that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, maybe you should, dude. He had the uh, original cars from the Monsters no, out they, front. They were original replicas. Oh, they were replicas. They're yeah. still pretty neat. Working. Yeah. At night, I saw them driving them around the parking lot, like giving people rides. Because you guys were early to rise, so you went to sleep earlier. And that one night, I was like, I'm going to go down to that 50s uh, diner, get some food. And when I went out there, that's when I saw them riding around that Munster's coach. It's weird to see those cars in color. (laughs) You see that show in black and white for all these years. It's like, whoa. I've seen the movies. I don't know if they're both represented in the movies or not. I don't remember, but I remember going. There was a whole series of them. Monster mm-hmm. go home. It was like a Saturday morning uh, film thing for kids mm-hmm. back in. What was it? It would have to be the seventies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Early eighties. Talked to Zach Galligan from Gremlins briefly. He signed one of my pictures. Basically, got to tell him it's like you're, you know, like you're like permanent movie star to me because, you know, I was 10 years old when Gremlins came out. It was a big part of my childhood, just like Indiana Jones or Star Wars. And I was like, oh shit, Gremlins, you know. But I, I forgot to ask him anything about Howie Mandel, who was the voice of Gizmo. Last year they had all those Gremlin statues, remember? Vaguely. I only remember because I watched a, a video about last year's uh-huh. con. Which is pretty cool because it's just like a, you'll never forget. Right. I went to WrestleMania 26 with JJ and uh, we had like some nosebleed seats uh-huh. in an obstructed view section. And uh, I wanted to go home and immediately watch it, but I didn't get to watch it for like three months. Uh-huh. So by then there was like a disconnect. Mm hmm. And I haven't watched it since. <laughs> it was like brand new. Yeah, but now that was in 2010, so maybe it'll be seen new again mm-hmm. soon. Ray and I talked to Judith O'Day from Nine to Living Dead, and we told her that we had met her about 10 years ago at the Loft when they had her for one of the all night right? marathons. She's like, Oh, I remember that. And the guy that hosted that came up here yesterday. I'm like, oh, Jeff from The Loft. It makes total sense that he would be there. It seems like his type of thing. So that was cool that she remembered that. 
the Greasy Strangler, where do we begin? We ran into Michael St. Michaels, whose real name is Michael Rappaport. Really? You can see why. It's like, oh, there's already an actor with that name. I was going to say, that's an interesting name, Michael St. Michael. And so we ran into him over and over again, just hanging outside, having a cigarette. And I looked up uh, his, his IMDb. Apparently, he was hairdresser to the stars for many years in the late 70s and 80s. Ah, so was, he probably knows everybody. I was looking up, up on Roku. I could only find two movies for him. Yeah, he's just recently started doing the acting thing, but I guess he'd always been floating around the business. Uh, we've still, at this rate, only watched half of that movie. It's very bizarre. We're definitely going to finish it. And, uh, yeah, those guys were totally laid back. At, at one point, I finally approached him at his table, and I said, well, I, we've been running into each other all weekend. I figure I might as well bug you at your table, too. And then he went totally into character, and he's like, ah, fuck off. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, and I did the like fake b- b- mooning pantomime, and they all laughed, and were like, we're selling that picture where he's mooning. I'm like, oh, my God, you are selling that picture. But overall, very good experience. I liked it a lot. It was very inspirational. Yeah, it was fun. It's a good way to spend money. Yeah. An easy way to spend money, too. GMR. So we're here with Ray. We just finished up the podcast of Gene. But uh, basically, what are your thoughts on the con while it's still fresh in our head for GMR podcast it, listeners? It, it was one of the greatest experiences I had in quite a while. Uh, what, what really got to me was the entire atmosphere and the ambience of the place. And then also, too, uh, I hate to say the word celebrity. It's got to a point now they're not really celebrities in my book. They're almost acquaintances. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. And, and, uh, and guess the fact that we met PJ Souls and uh, Sid Haig and the list goes on. The list goes on and on. And, and, and after a while, it was... The nervousness wasn't there after a while. We were just asking these, these questions. We talked to Dick uh, Dick Warlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty astounded by some of the questions we had for him. And overall, I had a greater time this year than I did last year. Yeah. No offense to last year, but this year we spent the whole full three days. And it was quite a shriek when Shriek-in? Shriek-in. shriek yeah, had the shriek end pass. But it, it was it was a great, great, great time. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to next year's, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm DR and GMR. 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 GMR.